Yes! If you're like me, then you're no doubt a fan of this podcast, The Pope on Film, but only real fans, true hardcore fans, would know two big things, two fundamental facts about the both of us, America's hottest podcasting couple, Bunny and Steve. First and foremost, the honest and in no way made up on the fly fact about you, Bunny, is that you are in your spare time a grief counselor, but not like a typical grief counselor. So explain to everybody, Bunny, what is your specialty as a grief counselor? Some people do not know how to properly grieve. They tend to hold it all inside. And and that's not good, and that's not healthy, and that's where where I come in, because I help people grieve uh, by constantly reminding them of their loss. So I will come in and be like, "Hey, Joe, heard your mom's fucking dead." Phil, has it has it has it feel not to have a mom, Phil? Huh? Oh, Bobby, your girlfriend died? I heard she died horribly. So that is that is my form of grief counseling. To to actually get people to the grieving process. Yeah, as as quickly and expedited as possible. Yes. Yeah, I support that. I support that 100%. Uh Bunny, while I continue with this opening, I just sent you something on Messenger. You need to open it up. Okay. Okay. Uh, And the second thing that you would know about me is that I'm a lover of history. I love it. But I'm also a storyteller. So what I like to do is I like to take a a bit of history and uh, maybe a bit of history that people don't know about and reword it via my own unique storytelling style. And that's what this is. Another educationally uneducational installment of Steve's Historic Approximations! Dun, dun, dun! Or SHAP, as I like to call it, repeatedly, annoyingly, whether anyone wants me to or not. Personally, I like the name SHAP. It's short but powerful. It's like the Jonathan Livingston Seagull of podcast segments. But unlike the book Jonathan Livingston Seagull, this podcast segment isn't just for white. <laughs> and so this week on the old Shappity Shap Shap, I've got a big surprise for everybody. It's a recent piece of coronavirus, <laughs> coronavirus related news. It's a small little blurb that they threw away during a news broadcast. And uh, something that I saw in the news, something that I believe is a very historic moment in time, which I fear will be lost amongst the dead body, that so many people are dying and that this is such a historic uh, time that the little details will be lost in the history books. And I don't want that to happen. So I believe that this is a very historic footnote. And I don't want it to be lost, but in order to fully explain this piece of history, I wanted to do something special, something we haven't done in a long time. So, Bunny, guess what? I wrote a play! I, I, I have only, heard that. Not only that, I wrote it on my freaking blog! 
Yes, you did. Use this thing in forever. I haven't used this thing since uh, 2018, it says here. So I have written a play about this amazing moment in history. So do you have it up on your screen, Bunny? I do. Okay, good. So let's. Uh, it's right here on my blog. I wrote new script for the podcast, 5-17-2020. Now I will read this and uh, everything will make sense. Okay. Title, The Locksmith. This is a short play with three characters. A locksmith named Steve, the locksmith's wife, Natasha, and a newscaster on the television. The locksmith and his wife live in Las Vegas. This is very important. They live in Las Vegas. Steve will be playing the part of Steve. Bunny will be playing the part of Natasha as well as the newscaster. There is also a phone. This is important. Although the story is based on a real event, the story, all names, characters, and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, is intended or should be inferred. Also, Steve was a little bit high while writing this. You will probably notice that in the (laughs) writing of this play. It's still an amazing play. You probably will tell that I was a little bit high. Interior Vegas house day. Natasha, that's you, Bunny, is watching TV. Boy, I sure do like watching TV. <laughs> Gee, I wonder when my locksmith husband will be home from his work, which is locksmithing. The door opens. Steve enters. Hello, Natasha, my wife. Your husband is home from doing locksmithing and work that is related to the world of locksmithing. Oh, my amazingly handsome and great-smelling husband. Steve is home. Should have put a comment there or something. I missed it. I will now embrace you as all lovers do sensually. (laughs) I already love this so much. The two share a tender, sensual embrace. How are you, my locksmith husband? Are you in a happy mood and we can start vigorously fornicating as we always do after working time? Should I put on my assless pony costume, my husband? That's kind of your catchphrase, just to let you know, Bunny. I thought you would really like it. Nay, my amazing wife, nay. Delay that sentiment. We have, we must have a serious conversation now. I am filled with such dread now. How serious conversation will we be having now having my husband? A very serious one. <gasps> oh. Say it. Audible gasp. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really proud of that part. My wife, I must admit truths to you now. My locksmith business is not going all of the good. We have been losing money. The money runs away, and we don't know where it is going because we have never seen money run away like this. We have tried using nets to catch the money, but it is no use. 
We are running out of good business feelings. Times are hard. Oh, I am sorry to be hearing those words in my ear cavities. My sexy and strong husband, Steve, what do you deduce is the reasoning behind the decline in businessing? Is it the fault of the Internet? Yes, my buxom wife. It is the fault of the Internet. Kids these days are too busy. Pornhubbing and club penguining to care about modern-day locksmithing. Oh, no. This is all the sad. I am cut to my very core. Nevertheless, I still support you, my amazing and talented and good-smelling husband, Steve. Maybe we should have a sad round of procreation. Should I put on my assless pony costume, my husband? Yes, my wife, Natasha, maybe you should. The TV blares loudly. Do a different voice now, Bunny, because now you're the newscaster. Attention viewers of television. Attention now. Cease fornicating and pay attention. There is coronavirus now, and it is coronavirusing all over the non-coronavirus places. All movie theaters and glory holes and casinos are hereby closed by order of the governing governments of Las Vegas, where it where it where is where Steve and Natasha live the, in this play now. Suddenly, the phone rings. We told you it was important. Wink. Steve picks it up. Hello? Who is it that is phoning me? Is it you, Money? Who is it, honey darling Snooky Face? It is Caesar's Palace on the Las Vegas Strip. You know how all the casinos have been ordered to close, honey? Yes, I, received, I seem to recall someone saying that through a television device recently. Well, apparently, since Caesar's Palace has never had to close before, their doors have no locks on them. They want me to rush to the strip and install locks on all their doors right now, and they are willing to pay me big bucks? Big bucks, you say? Why, those are bigger than small bucks. You are correct, my amazing wife. In fact, I am now getting a second call. It's from every other casino. They all need locks. We are no longer going out of business, my dear. Now we are successful and rich. Oh, what a joyous day. We should violently fornicate to celebrate such a momentous time. Should I put on my assless pony costume, my husband? Natasha, my oversexed wife, this is no time for pony play. I must be off to do locksmithing things in a way that only locksmiths can do. Farewell, my husband. We will sex when you are finished. The end. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> Applause all around. What an amazing amazing play i know you're all blown away but that is true the casinos of las vegas 
had to close because of COVID-19, which brought about a unique problem since they have never had to freaking close before. Caesar's Palace closes their doors and it's like, shit, we don't have locks. None of these doors have locks. We have never <laughs> closed before and never thought we would have to. We need a locksmith. All of these casinos had no locks. That is amazing. I'm blown away by that. And it's that sort of little detail that I'm worried is just going to like disappear because we're so worried about the dead bodies and everything that like, that like, damn, uh, I don't want people to 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 forget this, you know. I, I, I that is right up there for me. In its like, it should have been so obvious, and yet wasn't. Sort of a thing that is right up there with the only real Y two K bug. Y2K bug that actually was and that was people who had 19 chiseled into their tombstones yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so, so I, I I feel that like history books when they write the story of, of coronavirus and all of that that they'll focus on 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 the the massive important things but I don't want people to forget the little tiny details you know? Yes. And one tiny detail is the fact that, yeah, all casinos had no locks. If you were a locksmith in, in Vegas, then, then that was the, that was the big, the, that was your moment, you know? Yes, it is. That was, that was your moment. That was your time to shine. And so that's it for Steve's historic approximations this time around. Next week, we will be talking about the, about the sad, tragic story of the x-men movie the new mutants a movie that has had more release dates than than uh who played cleopatra who am i thinking of uh, elizabeth taylor then elizabeth taylor had husbands <laughs> the fact that i forgot her name kind of ruins it but still you understand what i'm trying to say so that's next week be sure and join us next week for more Steve's Historic Approximations. No, no, we haven't we haven't gone on a break yet. We haven't gone on a break yet. I'm just finishing the segment and then I'm transitioning into the break. And cut on oh, you just missed the play. Bunny was amazing. Yeah? Bunny was amazing. I got some of it on video. He he was blown away. He cried a little bit because yes, I wrote it so well. It was it's Oscar. No, wait. Tony. Tony Award winning. It's Tony Award winning. Yeah, it's Tony Award winning. Well, mostly I cried because I don't really have an assless pony costume. So yeah, yet that yet. that was making me kind of choke up some. Uh, I gave mine away yeah. last week. Yeah, Jeannie just gave hers away last week. Oh man. But it was to support the church, so it was a good thing. Well, at least it went. It went to a, at least it, you know, it's for a good cause. Yes.